Good afternoon. Welcome to the Truth Is Out There Voice of the People podcast. Today is Thursday, the 10th day of March. Uh, we've got a lot of different things going on around the world. And uh, we're going to start locally. Uh, we got three bills passed this week that I needed for me to do what I need to do. So everything worked out pretty good. Now, the first one was the... Actually, the, actually, four bills you want to take, the heartbeat bill. The heartbeat bill passed, protecting life in the womb. Uh, the voiceless now have a voice. And with the ban on abortions at the 15-week line, uh, life wins on that one, big one there. Then the parental rights bill, where the left was trying to paint it as the don't say gay bill, which has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to say, there's nothing in that bill that says don't say gay. The, what the left really hated was the fact that it's, it has transparency. It opens up. It gives the parents the right to have a say in education. It gives the parents more power to stand up against the teachers' union and the school boards and stuff and are able to set the curriculum for the kids now and not have, be threatened by the police or by the school boards or the teachers' union or the, guy, the communists in the White House and things of that nature. Uh, the parental rights law, it actually sets things go. What the left hated was the fact they can't indoctrinate, recruit kids to talk about sex at preschool levels or kindergarten or first grade, second grade, third grade. They want to keep it at the middle school level and up. It prevents indoctrination recruitment I don't know about you, but I don't know about any five-year-old, or six-year-old, or seven-year-old that wants to know about their sexual orientation or anything like that. So the deal was you can't talk about sex at the elementary school level, which is the right thing to do. I don't know any parent who wants their little kid to be indoctrinated into a sexual culture at preschool or kindergarten or first grade or any of that stuff. Uh, if they do, that's, that they should be parents and they are child abuse. So that's two. Then we got the law passed where we can now uh, expand the budget so we can actually go looking outside the state or local or local areas to hire top-notch law enforcement people to help rebuild and create a better law enforcement agencies in these individual counties. Uh, it gives you extra money for sheriffs, so we can actually go and bring in people like Bernie Couric and uh, William Bratton uh, and others in that we had set up once I become in office, and now we got the monies to do just that. And then the final one that was passed today, it, uh, that one actually is the one that was my task force bill. What that did was up in, we, when we had the election in November, we actually went over and had a team that developed between police officers, law, law enforcement officers, retired police, uh, military police, and peace, and, and shore patrols and stuff like that. Any law enforcement, retired, president, and everything, worked together as a team, and we formed a task force. We went into Virginia and parts of Jersey and we went and we made sure that there was no hanky-panky by the left, no no cheating, stealing, or 
exploded for and stuff. And we were ready. We caught a few, and we rested a few. And we were about to be knocking on Terry McCullough's score to take him down before he was he conceded in defeat. Uh, we did pretty well in Jersey, including making sure that that truck driver won over the uh, Democrat Senate leader who lost. And he tried to steal it, and we were going to arrest him, but he backed down and finally conceded. Uh, now we have that task force is now law in the state of Florida as of today. It passed, and that, that gives my team and my people the authority to actually continue what we're trying to do. And it gives the sheriff here in Broward and elsewhere in Florida the, the authority to make sure that there's no hanky-panky, no election for anything else around the state of Florida. This is a police force setup that we did, and we take it from a lot of different sources, similar to what we did in Virginia, and form it here in Florida. And this bill passed, and the Santos will be signing into law uh, so today, or probably tomorrow, or over the weekend. And that brings me into office, and that is a good thing. And I promise you, just like the campaign, we will make Broward County safe again and we'll take care of what we need to do. And we work across the board and we'll let justice take its place and we'll do what we need to do. Now, with that in mind, uh, we have confirmation that Governor DeSantis will be calling in for a few minutes on Sunday into the radio show The Truth Is Out, the radio show, Block Talk Radio, at 7 o'clock. We also have uh, Jose Castillo, which is running a CD9 in, uh, in Northern Florida, uh, coming on. We also have uh, 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 other candidates coming on. We just talked to uh, Sean Collins, who's running for governor in California on the Republican side, and he was setting up a date for him coming on. So we're doing that. And uh, Gruden's coming on uh, next week, who's running CD22. Uh, what's unique? Okay, we've got to talk about CD22. It's unique because there is no Ted Deutsch anymore. Uh, Ted Deutsch, who is the congressman on CD22, not a senator like some idiot thought of because he's not educated and didn't know what he's talking about, but he is a congressman who actually resigned from office and he's now been hired to work. He, he gave up a seat uh, because he saw the handwriting on the wall about the red wave and the Democrats losing a lot of seats. He became the 31st Democrat congressional person uh, that's in office to resign or retire and not run for re-election this cycle. He uh, res actually resigned his seat. Uh, technically, we don't know if he's not right now in still in Congress, or he is uh, already went for his job in Israel, working for an Israeli company. Uh, but he has resigned. He's not, he's not even retiring. He just resigned to get a job uh, working in the Israeli company. Now, the question is, we don't know uh, actually at this date that he, if he's still in Congress or he has a signed date or he's going to walk it way through to January 1st, but usually when they resign, it's usually immediate. So, but now because we're in the middle of a lecture cycle, uh, there is hardly any time for anyone to get signatures to get on the ballot on the Democrat side. They will have to immediately, if they jump in, they will have to immediately pay the 10 or 13 or $20,000, whatever it is, to get in there. 
In CD twenty C D twenty two we have well Darlene Swafa on the Republican side, true Jim Gruden, who's gonna be on the radio show next week, also in the, in the primary. And uh we also have another candidate that's about to uh jump in and he's got the monies and the finances to pay for it, not worry about signatures and that's Chip Lamarca. If Chip Lamarca does join the race this weekend, uh, he will be the favorite automatically, and he will probably win the seat. Flipping 22 back to Republican. Don't forget, Alan West used to be the congressman out of 22 at one time. So, it can be done. But right now, uh, it's kind of interesting because technically it's an open seat. Time is really short for a Democrat going to jump in. Uh, he won't be able to get the signatures to get in the balance, so he has to pay his way through. Not enough time. But in CD23, we got great news. Uh, we actually saw Carla Spalding on Newsmax, and so she's actually starting to make a, make a start at it. Uh, we have Ruben Young, who we endorsed. Uh, he's now 200 signatures short of uh, being on the ballot, and he should be on the ballot because uh, he's doing work very well. And if you go to his website, he will uh, and fill out the form and send it in. We'll help him. Uh, Ruben is a fighter, uh, and he is getting a lot of support in the Miami-Dade area, which is very important because CD23 has a long shot stretch in Miami-Dade. It's not just Broward. Uh, he is doing pretty well in Broward. He's doing great in Miami-Dade. Between the two areas, he has a very good shot of winning. We do have reports that Debbie Wasserman Schultz is retiring at the end of this term. Uh, she pretty much is telling her staff that. And uh, we believe that she, too, is going to announce her retirement at the end of this thing because she feels, because of the wet wave, and we expect to take, we could actually literally take 22 and 23 in the Republican Party to cycle around uh, because of, uh, mainly because of gas prices, the mandates, and parental rights. The, and those are the top, top, you know, people support, people support candidates that are opposite of the current administration who's causing a lot of problems. And that's the thing here. And all you have to do is look at, your, at the pocket, you know. That's what people do. They look at they, how they're going to pay their bills, how they're going to get their jobs, uh, the economic, look at the price of food and clothing and rent and housing and everything else and all that. That alone will kill most of the Democrats. Then you got the mandates, and, and again, the CDC uh, with the federal government uh, extended the mandates on transportation like airlines and planes and trains to in the middle of April now. Uh, everybody's taking their mask off, everybody's doing their thing, and they're still continuing to try and control and mandate the American people and elsewhere. And the people are reacting to it until they go scratch. So that's another reason why the no Democrats going to win election. Then you got, of course, uh, the Democrats want to control your kids, and they believe that you as parents should have no say in their education. And uh, that's how they lost Virginia. They're going to lose the rest of the races that way, too, because you as parents, these are your kids. 
and you have the right to have a say in their education, how they're being taught, and what they're being brought up as. And that's important. And that is very, very big. And those three issues alone, never mind what's going on in Ukraine and, and everything else, all the, and, and the inflation rates and all that, that's all coming into effect. So if you're a Democrat, this is the year to retire and leave because you're not going to get reelected. Now, Biden isn't against oil and gas. He's against American oil and gas. That's from Denise D'Souza posted that. Uh, Denise D'Souza is coming on in two weeks. We're talking about the movie 2000 Mules and election fraud and uh, how they're stopping the drop boxes and stuff and, and the whole movie about that. And he'll be talking about that. Um, American Freedom Tour with President Trump. That's on the 19th here at the Panther Stadium. It's from 8 in the morning to 6 at night, basically. And uh, it's very, very important uh, to attend if you can. Uh, we will be there. The Truth is Out There, Voice of People podcast and radio show and TV show will all be there and so forth. Also, um, I'm asking people to copy and post uh, this tweet that we've been doing. It's called Suicide Prevention. Uh, the telephone number is 1-800-273-8255. Uh, suicides have been going up, up, and up. We And uh, between the addiction, uh, between uh, what's going on in and around the world with the crisis, uh, and, of course, uh, we have uh, the um, mandates and stuff and the lockdowns. So all that stuff is creating this, uh, all kinds of uh this uh, depression type situations and other things and suicides are up and of course now we're in the World War Three. you're going to get more uh, military personnel with, uh, with PTSD and stuff coming back and all that's in there so if you see someone who has the signs of depression of suicide you do something you see something you say something you do it the number is 1-800-273-8255. Do not say things and not do anything because that ends up with people dying. You've got to end up doing If somebody calls for help, you must, under all circumstances, respond for that call because if you don't, you will be responsible for having blood on your hands and death, and you really don't want that unless you have no feelings of individuals at all. Then you don't care. Now, we got, uh, let's see, legislate, okay, Bill aimed at keeping immigrants out of Florida. That's the other one. Uh, we have a new law in place that DeSantis will sign the next day or two, along with what I said about my team being, into, being activated by law and signed in. Uh, it's called... Uh, keeping immigration, what it is, it's, it's allowing the law enforcement, my team, the sheriff's department and others to go after businesses and transportation and other stuff from outside the state that transport illegals into this country, into this uh, state. So what it does is that we can now pick up people that are being flown in by buying overnight uh, driven in by bus overnight from the border into Florida 
We could pick up the, we could arrest the bus driver, kick the company that's involved out of the state, and take the people that we that we catch and immediately deport them. And that's the law. And it gives, and we could do that, and we're going to do that. And that gives something that we've been fighting for for a while, along with uh, election integrity, along with parental rights, along with expanding the funds so we could hire top-notch people to be in law enforcement and help things out. All of this stuff we were working on this legislation session. I was lobbying, working closely with DeSantis and elsewhere to get this done because that's part of the contract that we have just signed with DeSantis on Shara. It's all tied together. Now, Justin, U.S. inflation rises to 7.9 in February, hit a 40-year high more than expected and likely only a harbinger of even higher prices yet to come. 7.9, I think they undercounted that inflation. If you go to the store and look at what's going on in the store, or better yet, look at the gas pump, uh, gas is somewhere between 4.20 and $5 a gallon, depending on what part of the state you're in. In California, it's approaching $8 a gallon. Uh, the Main Street media is talking about $6 a gallon or $7 a gallon here in Florida. Uh, you know what it's going to do to the stores? Visa and MasterCard announced that they're raising rates. Dying April. So this is what's going to come out. You're going to start seeing more price increases and stuff like that. Trump said in an interview with Newsmax that Biden is letting radical climate extremists ruin the country. Yes, he is. We actually have, we actually have energy independence here in this country. Uh, we have enough resources, natural resources in this country to actually do and uh, keep us going for generations upon generations and sell oil and natural gas around the world. If we were drilling in Anwar, if we were able to drill not only in the private sector, but in the public sector areas, if we, were able to, if we had that pipeline going and able to do what we need to do to keep energy uh, independent, we were energy under, independent under uh, Trump. Brian came in and destroyed at the first day in office. And this is where we're at, and that's why we have a war now in Ukraine, which is leading to World War III. With that in mind, uh, Russia is threatening the airlines that, uh, that he's ready to shoot down the, uh, any kind of airlines that go in and around Europe. He is threatening all these other stuff, uh, mustard gas, uh, 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 the chemical warfare type of thing, and all the stuff similar to World War I. And others, uh, he is doing everything on the sun, and we now have videos of his tanks, not using Russian flags, but using Soviet flags. The hammer and sickle red flags are back in action, and they're flying on Russian tanks in Ukraine. That tells you what his mindset is. We are in World War Three. This is not a scare attack. This is a fact. And we don't know if they, uh, if the U.S. had chemical weapons, using chemical weapons in Ukraine and stuff like that. Uh, we do know that Obama had, uh, it was tied into uh, to China and stuff back at the U.S. when he was a senator and a state senator. 
he has some deals working in that of, of chemical warfare and deterrence of chemical warfare. And he and that has been publicized recently by various things. But and we do know he's tied to Wilhelm Factory along with a bunch of others, including the hunters, Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden and uh, and the guy from Facebook and you know Zuckerberg and others. They're all tied together. Uh, George Soros all tied together with that. That's what got the virus and stuff working with with the CCP and and China and stuff like that. So. But we don't know for sure if we actually have it. I am not playing the propaganda machine because until we get confirmation of what Russia is saying to be true, which we doubt because they lie, just like China lies, just like Biden lies, just like uh, the idiot lies, these things work. If, uh, they know how to use propaganda to try and turn things. Um, I think certain people need to verify information before they go and start criticizing others uh, and when it comes to that type of stuff. The TSA mass mandate on airplanes and, and transit extended to April 18th, I told you that. Russia attack on hospitals starts outrage as the Russian bombed uh, a, a hospital and of course kindergarten schools and things like that. Uh, yes, we do need a no-fly zone. And uh, if you worry about World War III, you're on it. we're already in there. We need to start protecting our allies. We actually got stuff. And you know what? We actually have the Laughing Hyena, Kamala Harris, uh, actually did her Laughing Hyena thing in a, in, a, in, in a little press conference with the Polish president. And she was asked something, and she couldn't answer it, so she started laughing like a Laughing Hyena. What an embarrassment she is. Yes, uh, Poland is part of NATO. Under Article 5, we are required to protect everyone that's in NATO uh, if they get attacked. Pol we did give them uh, the Stinger missiles. We gave up, uh, we got planes coming in. There's some B-52s around the area. Uh, we also have Patriot missiles that we just deployed in around the Poland area uh, to, to protect them in case things go over from Ukraine. But Russia already, Putin already declared that he's not done with Ukraine. Uh, Finland, he's trying Finland and Sweden. Uh, and he wants to bring back all the Soviet power, that includes Lithuania and all that stuff, including Poland and stuff. So World War III has already started. Don't be a fool. Don't be an idiot. And uh, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or Independent. Uh, Ukraine is where you need to support right now. And that uh, because it goes, because uh, it can lead to other things. If you don't do it, you're going to end up being an old Chamberlain, and we can end up with World War Three in, in several areas. And China, who's watching this, will have an easy move on Taiwan because that's what they're looking at. Now, there is still truckers doing the thing at DC. We have several pitches, and uh, that is a good thing. Uh, now, We, we're, I think we're getting a headline coming in, so I'm going to, okay, how does that affect the USA is a question that was asked from our audience, and, uh, well, you feel, okay, the Biden administration, or the Brand administration, 
is saying that your prices at the gas pump is because of the Russia and Ukraine. Uh, that is full of shit. Okay, that is full of shit. Uh, what they what what it is is their policy from the very beginning by uh, stopping the Keystone Pipeline, stopping the drilling, everything, and uh, eliminating our energy independence. That's what that's what causes the prices to increase. The war in Ukraine is just a side effect. Uh, we've been getting a lot of questions. If this is this the beginning of a red dawn? I urge everyone to watch the original movie, not the second one. But the original movie uh, to understand what Red Dawn is all about. Is this Red Dawn? Yeah, this is, could be Red Dawn. Uh, can we be attacked? Uh, we got two oceans to protect us, but um, yeah, with Patrick Swayze as the audience asked. But the, what happened is we have the Atlantic and the Pacific that protects us. And that's one of the great things that we are, are isolated in other ways. But when, if this becomes atomic, it doesn't make a difference. But we're not going to that route. And I don't think it's going to go that route. But yes, we are affected. Does it affect us in price, affect us in, in, in energy, affect us in different things. With the right leaders, this would not have happened. This is what happens when you steal an election. So that's important uh, to understand. But that's why we have what we did here in Florida and it's now into law. And we're going to change that in this state and other states because everybody, everyone, every other state in the country is following Florida. Uh, the audience just asked if Biden is in bed with Putin. Uh, yes, he is. And he's also in bed with Xi and China. It's all about the dollar bill. Uh, this has been ongoing. Everything that, that the Democrats are saying about Trump is that is, is Trump was clean and the Democrats have been doing it all along. This is very similar to other things. You know, when people start looking and attacking people personally and accusing you of things, maybe they're doing it and not you. What the, everybody wants to be focused on what the left hand is doing while the right hand is doing something else. That's politics 101, and that's key there. Now, you know, we, I've talked to a number of people this morning, and I'm getting uh, some information, stuff like that. But, you know, there are people out there that we know that actually has days in their life to live in their living their life and they're not complaining and everything else and they they go out and do their thing and they work and everything else there's, there's a lot of actors do that and not complain uh and stuff and a lot of people just do whatever they got to do uh people know that we didn't even know they were sick uh pass away and they've been sick finding stuff for for years and they kept it to themselves. They didn't brag. They didn't try and calm people or get sympathy and things of that nature. They just went out and do their thing and had a real life and loved their wives and their husbands and, and whatnot. What uh, the deal is that's what normal people tend to do. You know, we all have issues. We all have things. We all do things. And we don't use those issues to try and get sympathy. Oh, I feel the pain, Bill Clinton. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. 
That's Bill Clinton. Remember that? Remember that, folks? I feel your pain. And then he screws you. You know, if it wasn't for Newt Gingrich, the country would have been all screwed up. But he, with Contract America, he forced Clinton to move to the center, and things actually came out pretty good. You know, in his domestic policies. But then again, he didn't know how to keep his thing in his pants. That's the other thing, but that's on him. But we shouldn't be embarrassed for that, you know? And there's a story about a boy crying wolf, and you keep saying, you know, they keep saying, oh, I know I or anything else and things like that. Sometimes if you cry wolf too much, when serious things happen, nobody believes you because you're crying wolf. So how could they take you seriously? You know? People need different type of benefits, and the, way, and the benefits are done. They worked on it, they earned it, and they live it, and they get the benefits needed to survive. And no one complains about that because they actually earned it, and they work with it. And they don't complain, and they don't start, and they don't go and grift and things and say, make it public and stuff like that. They don't even do any of that stuff. What they do is they apply for the things according to whatever the doctors say. Usually insurance companies work with you and tell you how to get things and there's allowances and stuff like that to help you, especially if you become a senior citizen. There's all kinds of programs and you follow through and you do it. And that's it. And nobody says anything, nobody does anything and nobody pleads a case or anything like that and all that stuff. And, and make videos and tapes and saying trying to get everybody to feel sorry for them or, or people come to say, well, this guy's a nice guy, leave him, break him. Look, the thing is, we talk about people in generality. Last night we were talking about in generality. We never mentioned the person's name, but yet this one person comes back and attacks us even though we weren't even talking about him at all. But he thinks it is because he's guilty. You know, we are living rent-free in his head. And we are not talking about him per se. Today we just said right now, but you know what? Let, the, let, justice, be, let justice be done. Let's see what happens in court. We do know that in a mental institution, they have hospice care, so, uh, so he could get, in fact, he probably get better care in, in an institution with hospice care than he does at home or in a prison cell at home. In fact, if he goes, if he gets incarcerated or goes into an institution, which is required by law since he's mentally incompetent, he will get, he'll get back on dialysis. He could live for two or three, four or five years down the line. He has a better shot at living for a longer length of time, if he allows justice to do its course and stop the attack. He needs to just shut the fuck up and start looking and, and living a life. That's all. And we don't want to talk about him. We don't want to deal with this guy. But as long as he opens his mouth and keeps on going things, he sets his own stage. We walked away and we've been trying to walk away for over a year. He's the one that's doing it, and he's the one that's continuing to do it. And we don't even talk about it, but he thinks we are because we're living free in his head. 
And that's the key. You know what? The more he's around, the more people he hurts, the worse life is. I will say this, and I kept it. I kept my promise to a young lady to keep him out of a pit stop. I did. But he deserved to be in one. But I kept him out. Actually, I didn't keep him out. I'll be honest with you. The state and it's, it, the state with its Keystone Cop mentality, the, the state was so dumb that they couldn't do anything right. Because they had him dead to rights. All they had to do was to follow the evidence, and he would have been done. But they didn't. So he got around it. But then his stupid mouth kept it going. He could have been out free and clear two years ago, three years ago, if he didn't stop playing games and play tip attack and play and try to intimidate and bully and poke the bear. And we told him to shut up, and he didn't do it. This is all on him. Everything he's done is on him. And he's hurting others in the process. So what I said a few months back, that two to four months after he's long gone, that's when people are going to get healthy. And things, and, and about six months later after that, he'll be just a distant memory, if that. But in the mind, right now, right now, I agree. Let him die in peace. But because the laws he broke and because, because he's mentally incompetent, is he going to be in an institution or in a prison cell? And that's it. 15th is coming. Tuesday is coming. And guess what? Guess who's going to be there? And maybe in uniform. Think about that. God bless you all. Have a great day.